A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Media Podcast coming to you from the Women in Film and TV Awards at the Park Lane Hilton. I'm Helen Zaltzman. It's been quite a year for all the winners and we'll be chatting to them as they collect their frosted glass orbs from award host Sandy Toxvig. We'll hear from the people behind Peaky Blinders and Marvelous, as well as Sue Perkins, Una King and Jon Snow. They're all coming up on this special edition brought to you by Audio Boom. I'm here with uh, Lise Doucette, who has just won the ITV Studios Achievement of the Year Award, presented by Jon Snow. And uh, both of you have uh, done a lot of work in war zones. What draws you to that rather than something easy where nothing is going to blow up? Go on, Lise. You've done it much more than I have. I think that um, John will know, anyone who goes to war zones will know, that it's sometimes in the darkest corners that you find the greatest light and that you find this great humanity in the midst of some of the worst humanity of our time. And I think it's most important now to cover wars because the wars that seem far away are actually wars that have an impact on our own societies. The war in Syria comes right back to Britain. So does the war in Iraq, the war in Gaza. These are not foreign stories anymore. They are stories about our time and they have to be covered. And in reporting from Gaza and Syria this year, how how have your views of the conflicts there changed over that time? Well, they've intensified. I mean, because it's intensified. Last time, we weren't allowed in. And uh, this was the first time we'd got in for one of these serial conflicts. And this was above and beyond anything, or below and beyond anything I'd ever seen in the region terms of destruction and death. And the very uh, eloquent and impassioned blog that John did, uh, that so many people saw, was another testament to the fact that sometimes there are abuses of our time, there are tragedies of our time which go beyond politics. It has nothing to do with politics, but it has to do with humanity. And in witnessing what has happened, and I think I speak for both John and I, that it's it's heartbreaking, it's it's very difficult sometimes to see the things you see, especially in Gaza where so many children were impact, had an impact. But it does deepen your understanding of, of the great, great crises of our time. And our role in them. 
Uh, Lisa, I get the impression that you're much too modest to uh, talk about why you've won this award, so maybe John could explain what, what, what it is about Lisa's work that uh, is being celebrated today. Well, first of all, she reaches the other parts others don't reach. That's incredibly important. But I think also she has an innate humanity without overpowering emotion. And so you are able to identify absolutely with what she's saying. And the fact, too, that she is so brilliant in both mediums, radio and television. The 2014 Barclays Business Award goes to Jane Turton. Well done, Jane. I'm thrilled. I mean, I'm really pleased. You schlep away, don't you, all year and never think of things like this. And then suddenly you get an award and it's a fabulous party as well. So, so it's good fun. And uh, what are you working on next? So we're just trying to grow our production company, make more programmes, make good programmes, um, lots of dramas coming up, um, things like Wolf Hall, which launches just on BBC just after Christmas, um, lots more goggle boxes, lots more Hollyoaks, just all the shows we make, um, which, uh, yeah, we continue to make and win new commissions. That's, that's what telly production is about. Uh, were you expecting Gogglebox to be such a monster hit? Yeah, I think, funnily enough, I think when you talk to Stephen Lambert, who produces it, absolutely not. Um, it's been, I mean, it's beautifully produced, it's beautifully made um, and fabulously edited, which I think is, um, you know, it, it, it's a phenomenon in production sense as well as creatively. The idea is great, but actually the way it's produced, I think, is exceptional. Uh, Sue Quinn, who's a location manager I've worked with for many years, has just won a, won a, a very special award celebrating her contribution to not just my films but the films of Richard Curtis and many other filmmakers, writers, directors. And here is uh, Sue Quinn herself. I think location uh, scouting is one of those jobs that most viewers aren't aware of at all, but what goes into it? Well, most people think it's quite glamorous to go out and look for places, but I can assure you um, it's not. It's quite hard work. Um, you go out, you find a location that you have a brief from the director, so you, you, you have to make sure it fits into the film, and then you have to do all the legal side of it, to, to, to do the, the contracts with people and make sure it works, and on the day they can film as much as they possibly can. Are there any places that you're dying to get into? So you're thinking, what can I set there just so I get to see in it? No, I go and have a look at them anyway, but I don't <laughs> always film there. <laughs> and without embarrassing her in earshot, can you explain what makes Sue so great at her job? Sue has a combination of an amazing eye, so she can see things and realise things from a, a wonderfully aesthetic point of view, and then she makes it possible to go there and film. And it's a really sort of, bio, you know, it's a very schizophrenic quality to be able to sort of aesthetically judge a location and then be able to get you in there and use it and, and practically service that space in a way that ensures that filmmakers after you can go there because she makes it such a pleasant experience. I mean, the hardest thing is doing something like Trafalgar Square and doing Piccadilly Circus. They're quite difficult to sort of close down. It's a lot of work, but you, you have a great team. Whenever I see something like Trafalgar Square in film, I think, did they have to get there at five in the morning to have minimal people there? We do get there early, but sadly, some of the times we want to film, it's not always the best light first thing in the morning. But yeah, we try to do as minimal disruption as we possibly can, but we always do disrupt, I'm afraid. And what are you working on next? Um, I'm going to be working on a project called Fantastic Beasts. Thank you so much, Sue Quinn. Thank you. Uh, Sue Perkins, congratulations. Uh, you've just won the NEP Visions Presenter Award. I hope they told you. You and Mel are coming back to daytime next year. You've got an ITV show. How is it progressing? 
Uh, it hasn't progressed yet. We're yet to do a pilot, so we'll wait and see. We're doing that next week. Uh, it's a fairly loose, improvised show with guests and uh, audience, uh, so we'll try and keep it as live and kind of... Uh, of the moment so we're not going to over rehearse it put it that way it's been a long time but I still haven't got used to the lack of light lunch in my life well it'll be light lunch-esque it won't, it won't follow the same format but it'll be that similarly hopefully anarchic the 2014 NV Producer Award goes to the fabulous Katie Swindon Katie Swindon congratulations so you've just won the NV Producer Award for Peaky Blinders <laughs> I think it it seems to be for all of the different shows so I'm just incredibly thrilled and flattered. You're a, a massive overachiever. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, the BBC seems to be particularly excited to have uh, Peaky Blinders, and um, and also you've had all this critical success. And of course, the real winner in all of this is Birmingham, which <laughs> typically left out of all the other uh, big city things. And finally, it gets its moment. Well, Birmingham, yes, we are very proud of Birmingham, and uh, we hope we that they are proud of us as well. There, I think there's a pub there now called Peaky Blinders, and they've certainly got their own beer called Peaky Blinders, and also. I did a show called Marvellous recently that's sort of done something similar for Stoke-on-Trent. So Stoke-on-Trent is now, you know, back on the map. Yeah, you're really doing a lot for the West Midlands. They should probably put a statue of you up or something. (laughs) I don't think they'd want one. (laughs) Queen of the black country. Okay, what are you watching and what are you looking forward to in the next year? Oh, you know, so many things. I mean, I love TV and I love film, but um, I watched The Detectorist recently, which was the best thing on television. I've been watching The Leftovers from the US. You know, some really interesting programme making bit going on. Una King, hello. Looking very glamorous in sparkly green. Thank you. (laughs) Um, How do you feel that TV and film are doing at uh, representing the British population? Because it does seem still to be very dominated by straight white middle class people. Is that unfair? Well, let's be frank. We've got a long way to go here. We have made a lot of progress. I mean, you know, you can't stand up and say, oh, it's the same as it was in the 1970s or even actually the late 1990s. Um, It is different. We have made progress. But, you know, we've got a long way to go. And I I actually think the work that Women in Film and TV does is so important because the gender angle is just incredible. People understand ethnicity, they understand disability, belatedly, but they are there. And they kind of think gender was dealt with, and it so hasn't even remotely been dealt with. And there's just a sort of casualised sexism across a lot of what we see in every media, and that reflects our society on the one hand, but media also creates our society, and that's why we have to break the cycle. And media is one of the most important places you can do that, which is why... I'm such a fan of the work of women in film and TV. Uh, Jake Cantor, news editor at Broadcast Magazine. Uh, Lisa Campbell, director of the Edinburgh TV Festival. Uh, What was your verdict on uh, the 2014 Women in Film and TV Awards? Didn't seem to be many upsets in the room, but is that just because everyone knows they've won before they've come? I think that makes a huge difference, so you don't get people grinning through gritted teeth and with their snidey looks. Um, it's all very fun and feel good and a very supportive environment. Lots of lots of women just wanting each other to do well because a lot of them have overcome some sort of adversity or overcoming inequality or whatever it is. So, um, so I think it's always really encouraging and really inspiring for lots of women in the room. How far off these awards not being necessary are we? Uh, I mean, there being full gender parity in these industries. Sadly, quite a long way off if you think that there's only 14% of women directing films. Directors UK are actually producing their second report, I think in about April next year. They've, they've done a sort of three times bigger sample and um, they feel that it's something that they still need to be campaigning around quite quite strongly and the same for um, black and minority ethnic groups as well so I don't think we're, we're there yet in terms of diversity in the industry. And uh, Jake what, what are some of the highlights of your viewing year? 
Well, I mean, I think Great British Bake Off, which has done remarkably well here today. Mel, uh, Mel and Sue winning, picking up an award. Uh, Mary Berry getting up on stage and getting Mel Gedroich's name wrong, pronouncing it name, <laughs> pronouncing it wrong. Maybe she'd had one too many glasses of wine. Um, so that's got to be a highlight on course to be the biggest show of the year at the moment. Uh, may well get trumped by... Uh, the New Year's Eve celebrations but from a sort of broadcast perspective I think it's been uh, an extraordinary year for the industry massive change uh, huge consolidation uh, Americans coming over and buying UK companies uh, Viacom buying Channel 5 for example and the BBC announcing two of its biggest strategic decisions probably in many many years with the potential closure of BBC 3 and the uh, bid to free up in-house production to uh, pitch to other broadcasters. Why has uh, Great British Bake Off been such a monster hit? It's just people baking. (laughs) Whenever you hear Love Productions and the BBC talking about this, they always say uh, there's something hypnotic in the process and they believe that people sort of get lulled in by the the act of baking and the, the, the various routine they go through to actually produce these wonderful creations. Yeah, they call it a sort of warm bath sort of television, don't they? And uh, that's what audiences want when they've had a hard day at work. (laughs) But then you could enjoy that process by making a cake at home and then you would have a cake. There is always that. You watch it and think, I'm starving and I've just had beans on toast and it's very miserable in my house, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And what have been your TV highlights of the year, Lisa? Um, I think it's been a great year for drama, actually. Um, I think Line of Duty, The Fall... You know, there's always been this saying that, you know, why can't the Brits do drama like the Americans? And I think that that argument seems to be pretty much dead in the water now. And you've got Americans coming over here, ABC, for example, the other week, coming over and saying, actually, there's incredible talent here. There's a lot more competition for talent, both in front of and behind the camera, as with the likes of Netflix and, and HBO. So I think it's, uh, you know, it's absolutely brilliant for, for British creativity and, you know, been a fantastic year great highlights that we've seen we've seen today as well from from dramas to documentary as well lisa and jake thank you very much <laughs> thank, thank you. you well that's all we've got time for normal media podcast service will resume a week on thursday with some bloke called ollie man i believe that's how it's pronounced never heard of him though i've been helen zaltzman bye-bye Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.